You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. The NFL is in full swing. It's about time we do our thing. No time for dunks and finger rolls, dropping pucks and scoring goals, home runs and strikeouts are for summer. Tight spirals flying all around, touchdowns abound. Let's talk some football, crushing beers and throwing fits. Let's talk some shit. It's the Big Sports Cast. Call 708-316-8822-YOU-BABA-DICKS. Welcome everybody to the last Binge Sportscast of the 2023 sports season, the NFL season. I am PJ. TM, we made it. The Super Bowl is over. We have a new champion, the same old champion. Ah, boy. Uh, but how we doing, TM? You, uh, were you satisfied, TM, with the outcome of the season and what we got? I was satisfied with the tequila that was flowing through my veins during that game, <laughs> let me tell you. Because all I how many times did I text you during the first half? Still bored. Like, it, the game was awful for about. 35 to 40 minutes, and then the offenses woke up a little, and it ended up being overtime and all that shit. Um, A frustrating watch. Um, If I was a San Francisco 49er fan, I certainly would not be recovered five days removed, four days removed, wherever we are at this point. Um, God, we're going to obviously get into it, but am I surprised? Of course not. But the path to to the result is to me, like, I, I, I just basically say to anyone I speak to in a game this week, look, if that was my team, if the Niners were the Dolphins in that game, I don't know how you handle it on that level. Like, you lost an NFC Championship game. I don't know how you handle it. I would be flipping yeah. out still. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't. It's brutal. It's brutal. It is. We talked about it with the Lions. I mean, the Lions lost in a very similar fashion, I would say, um, to the Niners. Mistakes, uh, you know, unforced errors or, you know, errors that that were at the hands of the opponent, but unforced errors, big leads, uh, coaching errors, and the difference, and in all honesty, the big difference, I think, in this game was that the Lions did get out to that lead that everybody thought that the Niners should have had in that yes. first half. And that was maybe the Niners downfall. I mean, obviously, um, but you had the, the missed extra point or the blocked or low kicked extra point. You had the, uh, the, the, the touching on the punt and obviously the McCaffrey fumble, but you know, Kansas city had their own mistakes and so to, 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 to go back to your question is how do you get, I, I, you just don't, I mean, time, 
and when you're a Niners fan and you've been here before and and maybe you don't see this team remaining the same like I have did you lose your have you lost your window a little bit the difference with the Lions right. is we think and hope that their window is just opening and it right. takes a loss like the NFC Championship to motivate yourself to get over the hump where the Niners I think are on the downside of that kind of era so I don't know man yeah I don't know I guess the bigger question yeah, I... is if you're Kyle Shanahan and we can talk we can go kind of in depth here but if you're if you're Kyle Shanahan how do you how do you recover and, and from you know the this is now the third blown lead by Kyle Shanahan in the Super Bowl third what 10 point lead I think it is 10 or more um whether it's a coordinator or head coach so I don't know I mean so to to go back to him I mean I I was I, I kind of agree with you that I was a little bit bored but at the same time I I tried to sit back and imagine that I wasn't a 12 year old who needs to score you know uh you know needs constant touchdowns and, and try, kind of just appreciate the game for what it was and I was okay with it I wasn't wasn't overly bored I was it was more frustration in the form of like what are they doing like why why is somebody not taking the reins here and doing something and the only thing I could you know think of is that they had a you know they 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 knew exactly what each was doing and they were their defenses were carrying them obviously um so, uh, fine i mean i don't know <laughs> about that there, there, there was still i i mean i'm sitting there the whole first i didn't place a bet on that the winner until the second half i made a live bet on the chiefs when i just could tell what was coming, or more really the bet was, okay, the Niners just can't put this away. This is a typical script of a Chiefs game. It's going to happen. And I live bet the Chiefs. Then when the, the, late in the fourth quarter, when all the Niners had to do was run the ball a few times and kill the clock and kick a field goal and decided instead to throw the short pass to Kittle and the, I don't know what they were doing. And then I... I cashed out right before they fucked up the clock management. And then I went and I lost like $5 on the bet. And then I went back in and caught it at a number where I won almost what I would have won if I would have left the initial bet in. And I went back on Kansas City when the Niners <laughs> fucked that up. I'm like, you're leaving, you're leaving him how long? What are you, Buffalo? So I just feel like the whole first half, I'm like, wow, Niners, Niners are going to do this. The Niners are better. I'm like, the injuries on the chief side and on the offensive line are going to play the role. It's going to work out this way. Wow. Wish I would have put that bet in on the Niners before the game started. Then you come at they go into halftime. All right. They should have more points, kind of a shitty first half, but overall you just held the chiefs offense to three points. Mahomes throws a fucking interception to open up the second half. Yep. And I'm like, Oh my God. It's going to happen. And what does Shanahan proceed to do? Three and out, three passes. They stop them again 
get the ball back. Three and out, three passes, DraftKings app open, Moneyline Chiefs. That was it. I was like, oh my God, he's doing it again. And I'm sorry, how many times have you and I spoken this year about a game? Maybe normally, I know we talked about it at one of the Lions games you were at, we were talking about it. But why do these fucking teams abandon the run? You've got the Ravens, you got the Niners doing it in the Super Bowl. You got the Ravens doing it in the AFC Championship game. You got my team doing it multiple times during the season. The one or two times your team did it during the season, we were yeah. flipping out about it. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. And the excuse usually is, and this is the excuse for Shanahan, this is the excuse for my coach. They they as the coordinator, offensive coordinator minds, they think that they're smarter than the other side. And then they think they can outsmart the other coaches. Shanahan did an interview during the preseason on a podcast, and he basically said, the focus of my offense is, regardless of whether I think the opponent knows and will try to stop the run, we will continue to run to prove the point. Yeah. Well, where the fuck was that, dude? Because that's all you had to do. We're talking about six straight offensive plays that you did not put the ball into the hands of Christian McCaffrey, who, I'm sorry, was I the only one watching the first half? Was he not carrying the defensive players on his back for extra yards on every single run? Yeah, like, I mean, that was... should have been it. You see that? Oh, five-yard run. Nope, nope. Eight, nine, 11. Holy shit. That's the game. Just stick with it. I don't get it. And that's what I'm saying. If if this is Mike McDaniel doing this, I'm sitting here right now throwing shit around this room, cursing him out. Losing my mind. And that's just the one. I've got a list of shit here. I can't believe from the Niners. But that's that's just the whether it's the game plan or not staying in the moment with you know, with the lead or, you know, just, and Hey, listen, I mean, it took Andy Reed how many times right. with the Eagles not getting and he didn't there. Even, right. And they had to go, yeah. He had to go to another location. Yeah. And yeah. He never got there with the Eagles. So right. I think it takes that time, but you're, you're absolutely right. You just because it's not necessarily working or it, you know, because they ran the ball. They're, they're all, they, they were moving the ball in the first half. Obviously, the fumble, you know, was was a yeah. major issue with them putting points on the board. But that doesn't – Shocker, yeah. Right. That doesn't mean that what they were doing wasn't working. Right. So right. when they come out they in the second moving. half, they end up going down by six or three, whatever it was, and – then they, they they abandoned everything that was working in the first half. So I I don't know. I'm you totally pick, with but you. you pick you pick Mahomes off there. You're at ten to three. You're at the the Chiefs forty five yard line yeah. after a turnover. Put it away, and I don't mean put it away like try to throw three passes and score. Like eat some clock there. Run McCaffrey. Settle for a field goal, but just get points off the turnover. Then you have a two-score lead, and you already were controlling them on on the defensive side of the ball. Like a two-score lead, 
is big in, in that game. I mean, we're you know, we're if you run that drive properly, we're halfway through the third quarter, and now you're up ten points. Ah, oh, it's 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 infuriating. It's infuriating because we watch too much of the sport. That's why <laughs> they, they never <laughs> seem they don't get it right. These guys, it's it's crazy. It's just it's just crazy. And you know, Purdy played fine. You can't really trash him. He missed, I think, some wide open passes and stuff but sure yeah but he, he played yeah he, he should have thrown it he, sh- he should have thrown less than he did anyway because i just think their decisions with abandoning the run are just detrimental it's just fucking brutal yeah he was 23 for 38 you know yeah i don't don't love that 38 number right yeah, it's um, too many i don't you know the other number that i don't love is debo samuel touching the ball you know or, or catching the ball three times um, I mean, he rushed it three times, but again, they were, they were also just like, I don't know, getting too fancy. The stuff in the first half was a lot more straightforward. It was working. They were wearing the chiefs down and one thing or another happens and that's it. And I'll tell you, TM, the one thing that Andy Reed, um, has always been good at and, you know, uh, uh, a page that Mr. Dan Campbell could take from Andy Reid is sometimes taking the points is okay. <laughs> yeah. Kicking the field goal is okay. Because maybe it switches that momentum a little bit, right? Maybe it gets that, that, uh, I don't know, gets them on their heels a little bit because that was, it wasn't until what five, I don't know, somewhere five minutes left in the third quarter that, Kansas City finally scored to get on the board. Not on the board, but like, you know, the, in the second half to make it 10 to 6. And then, like you said, immediately another three and out and then a touchdown. And all of a sudden it's a 10-point swing. Whereas had they gone for it on fourth down instead of kicking a 55 or 57-yard field goal, you know. Now he's got the luxury yeah. of having arguably the best playoff kicker in history at this, I mean, getting there, right, in Harrison Butker, but I don't know. It uh, it was a frustrating – I would say it was a frustrating watch because, A, I didn't have a dog in the fight, I guess, and I wasn't 100% certain on who I wanted to win, but it was frustrating not watching the teams execute as well as – you think and you've seen them do all year long. Right, yeah. But, I, I mean, I guess it kind of plays to the Niners' postseason personality this year because, I mean, they struggled and should have lost to the Packers, then they struggled and should have lost to your team, and it's just kind of like, all right, well, you know, if you... But I, that's why I didn't bet on them because I didn't see evidence that they were going to come out and all of a sudden be the dominant Niner team that we saw for most of the regular season. But they were defensively playing that way, more so than I even I didn't even expect them to play that well in defense. I really thought it would be an over game. And I mean it really was right on the number, but still I thought we were gonna get score in the fifties. But when you're slowing them down like that and you just uh, I don't know. And here's another thing. The overtime. Now the new rules, I'll admit I was not aware the postseason playoff rules were slightly different um so the minute i learned that to defer the the ball 
in that spot is fucking idiotic. I don't I've heard this argued both ways. But you need to go down score and put some pressure on them. Oh yeah. But but you know. I mean it was obviously go and actually TM I have a I have a an old old segment that I'd like to bring back for this very occasion. Okay. Motivational Moments with the Binge Sportscast. San Francisco, what was your strategy going into overtime in the Super Bowl? You know what? I didn't even realize that the the playoff rules were different in overtime, so I, I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win, but I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really – I don't totally know the strategy there. Tune in again next week for another Binge Sportscast Motivational Moment. Well, there, there you go, TM. Clearly, zero strategy from that the was San Shanahan? Francisco. No, that was Kyle Juszczyk. Oh, oh. Right, because I knew a lot, of the, a lot of the players had said. Yes, and I know yeah. Kyle Shanahan came out after the fact and said their strategy – Right was what it was. I I guess. So the I got what do you? I, no, so they took. So they took the ball. Yeah, is what they did. They right. took the ball. Correct. And my yeah, I'm I'm talking backwards from what I meant here. You defer because you put because because it's like the mentality is listen. Okay, give them the ball. Let's see what they can do. Know what you need to do on the next drive. Because what they end up doing is they take it all the way down, and they're farting around probably in their head going, what are we going to do here on this third down? Do we go? Do we make sure we score the touchdown? Or are we going to kick the field goal? I mean, it just changes the whole mentality. If you give the ball to the Chiefs, they go down and score a touchdown on you. Well, now you know what you got to fucking do. Well, also, like, so the question is, so, so Shanahan came out. And you're you're 100 right. Shanahan came out after and said, "Well, we had talked about it, and the strategy for us was we wanted to make sure we got the ball third. Meaning, similar to college, had San Francisco scored a touchdown, and then the Chiefs scored a touchdown. San Francisco yeah, would get the ball then goal. to win the game." And only needing the field goal. Correct. Well, you forgot to factor something in there, Shanny boy. You got to score that first touchdown. Right. And, the, and Andy Reid had said, and this is after the fact, but I believe him. He said if they scored a touchdown, they were going for two. Right. So they weren't even going to be given the ball back, which is slightly surprising because, A, it's the Super Bowl. Yep. And, two, um... What was I going to say? Yeah, one, it's a Super Bowl. And two, you should, like, the confidence they have in that defense. Right. You would think, you know, it's like, all right, let's get a stop. Yeah, the problem is, is that you only need, what, 30 yards total, like, to kick a field goal? Right, right. If if San Fran gets the ball back. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that I believe. I mean, I guess I believe Shanahan. But the, the, the. The notation or the the reports that it were coming that came out, and clearly you heard from Kyle Uzcheck there. 
San Francisco players had no idea. I knew, I knew that the that it changed that where both got, and this was from essentially the Bills. This, you know, the Bills uh, Chiefs change, and they said they were only they do it in the playoffs. But I knew that you got that it didn't matter if you scored or not. You got a you got a second possession in the playoffs. What I wasn't clear on, and I think I even had asked this in our chat, was like it's played as a regular game, and so I was questioning. I was like, you know, do they do they need to call a timeout? You know, this is just the first quarter, and San or in Kansas City leading into the inevitable winning touchdown scored it with like four seconds left. Right, and, but they were in no hurry because it would have been just like the end of the first quarter. That right. was the thing I wasn't clear on, but oh, I wasn't clear on that at all. Yeah, and and but it was <clears throat> like you said, Andy Reid said, yeah, we were going to go for two. His whole team knew; they had talked about it, they had gone over it in practice, and that is the difference between Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan, and why on this show. I've always said it is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I think both of them need each other, at least for now. It's what we used to say about Brady, and now reports are <laughs> coming out a lot different on that front. But right, right. Um, so I guess there is a little bit of strategy in what Shanahan is saying, but I don't think you can assume that the scores are going to mirror each other. Yeah, you're you looking got, too far in advance. You're yeah. you're assuming three things are going to happen. You're assuming you're going to score a touchdown. You're assuming you're going to score seven, and then you assume that they're going to score seven. Well, they can score eight. So you're you know you're assuming too much there. Yep. And in a game where touchdowns were, you know, at at a premium. A premium. Yeah. Why you think that you're just going to drive down the field and score a touchdown is. Yeah, if you're that confident, then why didn't you just do it 15 other times when you had possession? Right, like, I right. just can't, I can't take it. I mean, you know, and I got to tell you, this game in the I, – I avoided all the pregame. You and I got together, and then Friday, Saturday, I started checking in on stuff and just listening to my normal guys and, and, and whatnot. And my God, the amount of people that were high on certain things like George Kittle – to have a big game hello useless did you anybody watch kelsey on the other side and then there's this guy that's supposed to be close to him kittle what are you leaving the field in overtime for what happened to your shoulder that you had to go off the field miss a huge play and then come back and go back on the field i mean are you fucking kidding me i i'm done with that guy the amount of like he was on the radio pregame for Westwood One. This interview, I'm listening to his bullshit, and then just all the talk of him and I'll bet his props and Ayuk's going to be taken away, so Kittle's going to be underneath Kittle and Debo underneath. Blah blah blah. Kittle and Debo were non-existent. I, I mean, Ayuk actually got I mean, Jennings is getting the touchdown, but. Just, I can't stand it. And the fact that he left the field, I mean, you've got the two polar opposites when it comes to these tight ends. You've got Kelsey wants to eat his coach's face because (laughs) he wasn't on the field to block for the play that um, uh, Rice 
well, I can't remember his name, not Rice, when the right Pacheco fumbled. Yep. And so this guy's like, yo, are you any fucking mind, coach? I'm going to kill you. I need to be on the field for every single play. I don't like the way he handled it, but I do like his um, yeah. the reason that he was angry. You got Kittle leaving the run into the locker room during overtime. I don't care what's wrong with your shoulder. If it's not detached from the fucking sh- bones, get on the field. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. dude, that was that was and I was drunk at that point and he goes running off and I'm just kind of like, "Oh, he must be hurt. Maybe we won't see him anymore." And then I looked at the clock and I go, "Where is he going?" <laughs> Like, yeah. I could I could not. I'm just right on my phone writing this out. Oh, my God. Like, like fuck this guy fucking nuts. Oh, man. Come on, George. Wow. What do wow. you think? Wow, wow, wow. The, uh, the injury to Greenlaw, obviously. Huge. Oh, God. Terrible is... injury. Not You know non-cont. what that is? You know what that's called? Do you know what that's called? That's called karma. Now, I'm not trying to say that these fields and there aren't certain issues especially right over here in the and uh, MetLife Stadium and stuff but the only report you heard about San Francisco all week was them crying about UNLV's field oh, they were right. practicing on I mean guys shut up so what are they going to blame that on oh well since he was practicing on UNLV's field all week you know this must be why that happened yeah I never even heard what it just it? Was... was it his Achilles I never heard what the final report was I didn't hear a final report either. I just remember them saying that Niners feared it's the Achilles. Right. So do you think, I mean, obviously that would have made some difference, but in the long run, I mean, maybe not. I, I don't know. I don't know if it would have, man. With with Mahomes, Mahomes there, it's – oh, man. Yeah, torn Achilles. Sorry, I was just looking it up. But you know, I think all these, as much as we have ripped the on the Niners, defense was still strong even once yep. he was out. They were still sticking him. Not strong enough. Steve Wilkes yeah. fired by Kyle Shanahan today. Which, I mean, <laughs> I think there should be some investigating done on that firing. What did he do wrong? Yeah, seriously. Good. Give oh me a break. God. I mean, the, the the fucking Chiefs had six, you know, had thirteen points in the fourth quarter. I think he did a great job. What are you doing, Kyle? Yeah, exactly. Oh man, um, that's that's a that's a raw deal, man. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know about that one at maybe all. He, uh, maybe he's better off. He'll find a job elsewhere. Hopefully, he spoke his mind in a meeting. It was like, bro, you fucking kidding me? You blew this. Shannon's Shannon's probably like, get out. Right. Get out. I don't I don't like the truth. I don't like the truth. You have to leave. No truth here. But all that said, just in you saying uh, going onto your app and and pulling the the money line, you know, for the oh, Chiefs. I mean, it's so proud. How many I mean, everything else? I was proud of that one. How many of us were thinking the same thing? It was as soon as and, and I don't remember the exact moment, but there was a moment in time when you were just like, all right, that's it. You're giving the ball back or you don't punch it in here. You don't go up two scores. This is Mahomes' game, and there's no question about it. So it's – Kelsey know, had a monster game again. Which is crazy because in the first half he had what, one touch? Yeah, he had nothing. Nothing in the first half. I'm saying the first half storyline was everything we all needed. 
you know, except for Brandon and Patrick, but it was just like, shut up Taylor Swift, shut up Travis Kelsey, and just dominate the game. Put it, you know, just 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 win the game. Beat the Chiefs. Somebody. It's all I've been asking for for five weeks. Right. Beat the Chiefs. And Brock Purdy, and they, I, this was, team... yeah, I was, I was, I don't know, impressed, not impressed, but, you know, he was doing what he was supposed to do. Right. Managing the game. Yeah, but he made some good throws too. Yeah, yeah. You he know? did miss. He missed. Uh, he missed Ayuk in the end zone. The back right? the, yeah, yeah. yeah, that right. That Ayuk was wide open, and then was that the one over in the corner? Kind of like threw it ten yards too deep. Yeah, there was well, no, no, there was that. Well, there was that one, and then there was a coming over the middle where he ended up going to the corner. Yeah. That might have been the same play, but yeah. Yeah, where and he could have gone to the scored. corner, should have gone to the corner, and he would have been wide open, but he just kind of sailed it. And Yeah, and then Jennings, you know, throws that pass to McCaffrey, which, oh, I mean, right. it's in the air. I'm like, here comes a pick six. This is a disaster. Yeah, I'm like, I and totally said that. I'm like, what are you doing? What is yeah, happening? And then, and then McCaffrey just turns into the roadrunner and yeah, just right. z- beeline straight. It was awesome. It was awesome. But I, I, in my head, I'm like, this is what they got to do to score? Like, what is going on here? Oh. Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, hey, you know, back. As, it, as it turned out, the end of the game was exciting. Second half, there was back and forth. But again, frustrations on like, what the fuck are you doing? Why aren't you doing this? Uh, and maybe it was really not even the second half. Maybe the fourth quarter and overtime. And it was it was impressive to watch Mahomes do Mahomes things. You know, he made yeah. a couple plays in that overtime, two drives in a row. I mean, there was no doubt in my mind that they were going to drive the field to kick that field goal at the end of the game or the end of regulation. Yeah. Yep. And of course they were give them a minute 40 yep. or a minute 50. And then, and, and like we talked earlier with the overtime or the, uh, the overtime rules thing, I wonder how much them, if a did the Niners were the night, the Niners didn't know going into the overtime or after they, decided to take the ball which i don't know that that's ever true it when the when the captains go out on the field is there not a conversation with the coach where shanahan says hey take the ball we want it first or are they out there just doing what they think is best i it seemed weird if there isn't a conversation then I'm going to stop gambling on the sport and I might possibly <laughs> stop watching it because what are we paying these people for? That's right. I can't. But I I just wonder how the mentality changes the plays and the players' efforts there. Because, right, they had what? What is it? Was it third and six on the nine-yard line and they, they ran or, you know, they got two yards. So it was fourth and four. Does that mentality change at all if there's different minds? I don't know. It just, it seemed like San Francisco was playing for a field goal rather than playing for the win. Or I guess it wouldn't be playing for the win at that point, but, you know, playing to score a touchdown and make the Chiefs do the same. So I don't know. I was unimpressed, Kyle Shanahan, just like like always. 
And with Very. the amount of talent on that offense, the amount of weapons on that offense, you know, I, I think we got to give it up to the Chiefs. And Pat and our Chiefs correspondents and fan have said it all year. The defense finally was the strength of that team. But it did finally, it did also take Patrick Mahomes at the end of that game to do what he had to do. Yeah. But that's it. You just, you know, I mean, if that team, you let that team, that's, it's just like, you know, you're watching this Chiefs team win all year when they're, you know, just left to be hanging around. You know, you let them hang around. Bills let them hang around. You thought the Bills were going to win that game. The Ravens had no chance. I mean, they just fucking, but you did think if they would have, completed that touchdown to flowers i mean i hear a lot of people say that you know they were going to score there they were going to probably win the game okay i probably right but they still were going to have to score at least one more time and i you know i wasn't feeling that so anyway yep i mean congratulations chiefs but what can you say here we are now in the and the statistics coming out and just their dominance. I mean, Mahomes has never not played in the AFC Championship game. This is three Super Bowls in five years, four trips, three wins. Um, it's just, it's it's another dynasty. You know, we get rid of Brady and Belichick. We get excited. We celebrate that Tom was able to go into the NFC and win with Tampa. And we're like, fuck yeah, okay, things are changing. Nope. Here we go. <laughs> if What if, how, if, too bad, you know, the Bengals beat the Chiefs that year. Mahomes would have probably beat Brady on Tampa. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, I that got was... that. I got that backwards. I got that backwards. He did beat him. That was the only, so the only person who could beat Mahomes yeah. in the Super Bowl is Tom Brady at Mr. Super Bowl. And the only person in the AFC, everybody's now crying, please, Joe Burrow, come back and be healthy because he's the only one that could beat him in the AFC playoffs, which is kind of not true because, I mean, we've seen Baker beat him. But, I mean, still, just what are we going to do here? As an AFC fan, do we even care? Like, do the, do the Dolphins spend the offseason trying to figure out how to win the division from the Bills? Probably not. The idea is probably, yo, let's figure, let's let's put a team together that can win at Kansas City in the playoffs. Right, like, right. you know, draft a bunch of dudes who played in Minnesota, Chicago, and fucking, you know, Maine. Cold weather, dude. What are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, well, it's, and and, and I, I was thinking of that exact thing you know, after all this, this, uh, fanfare for Mahomes saying like, man, I'm really glad he's not in the NFC. I mean, we don't have really anybody to worry about. I mean, you think of, you think of everybody and it's, it's Mahomes and it's Allen and it's CJ Stroud and it's Burroughs, right. And it's, and over in the NFC, it's fucking Stafford and Baker and, you know, Jordan Love, that's that's who we're worrying about, I guess. I mean, we're gonna be the like Buffalo. The we're gonna be the Buffalo like, Bills of yeah, Dak Prescott, the Cowboys. We're gonna be the, the Buffalo NFC. Bills of the uh, the twenty twenties. You know, we'll just make it to a bunch of Super Bowls and lose to Patrick Mahomes every time. Oh man. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, now you know how us as Lions fans feel with the Green Bay Packers, where you're like. Yes, they finally lose their franchise quarterback, and then they just reload. It's like you guys with Brady to then Mahomes. Like you just get don't get any break. It's just nonstop. Right. And and you gotta want you know Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh's probably sitting at home watching the Super Bowl, going, "Oh God, what did I do? Not only did I come to this league he plays in, I went to his fucking division. Yeah, like, right. What am I thinking? I gotta play this guy twice a year minimum." 
Right. He's like, I could have gone this up there and sat in uh, Seattle or yeah. uh, Washington and, you know, won a few games and it, everybody would have been fine. Yes. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, boy. But the last thing I do want to talk about, TM, because it's been my it's been my nemesis for years upon years, but the Tony Romo call at the end of this game. Oh, boy. I didn't I, – I guess in the moment I didn't really take it in, but I also was like, what is, what's happening right now? Like, it was such an anticlimactic, like, win – or call I, I didn't I didn't understand if it was me not understanding what the, the gravity of that score was or if it was because of Tony Romo. But Tony Romo is getting ripped apart. He is, I know. And <laughs> any podcast I've listened to has mentioned it. It just comes up at this exact moment. We just talked through the game and then it gets to Romo. It's incredible. So I was the going today. Progression. So I have I have the the Romo clip for those that haven't heard it. I'm going to play it, and in typical in 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 normal fashion, team wins the game. There is a you know exclamation of of congratulation or, and and a you know Jim Nance has has called the NCAA men's basketball tournament championships for years upon years. And it is like his swan song. It is his moment. And this is what Tony Romo does to him. Here we go. Here we go. Last, last, uh, play. first and goal. Mahomes swings it. It's there. Hartman. Jackpot. Kansas city. And this was the Andy Reid special. This was the Andy Reid special. We talked about he was saving all day. He's going to fake a motion to go across. And at that moment, he turns and goes back Hartman, who they didn't have, right? And they go get Hartman and bring him back. And the game-winning drive of Mahomes. He doesn't know it's over. He's won Super Bowls, but he's never had it in an overtime. He is the best. He is the standard when Michael Jordan wins it again. He he literally Michael Jordan, what sport? He talks about McCall Hartman more than he talks about Patrick Mahomes. Or the Chiefs in general. So when I was I was reading, it's like he's you know, breaking down the replay, right? Like before, like post extra point in a regular season game. Exactly, exactly. So somebody on Twitter removed Tony Romo from this call, and I just want you to understand, and everybody listening, how long Tony Romo rambled for. So here we go. Same play. Same cut. First and goal. Mahomes swings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! Should we play the Jeopardy music yet? Still going. Yeah. waiting for it to be over still going that is how long tony romo rambled on at the pivotal moment of overtime victory by the kansas city chiefs 
So then you shouldn't have been talking at all at that point about anything involving X's and O's. First of all, that's the first thing I'm like, what is he doing? Uh, The call. I mean, they, they didn't really, they didn't stand out to me really at all. I guess I really didn't pay attention to them, which I think is a testament to how boring and bad, I guess they were. I mean, Nance a few times and like every time they showed them in the booth together, I was always like, oh, this is kind of stupid. Yeah. Like well, I don't know, they, it, it wasn't good enough. I get they weren't it. good enough. I get it when it's when it's a boring game. Like being a play-by-play guy or just any in like baseball has got to be the hardest thing ever, right? You've got to like you got to you got to talk for two plus hours in all this downtime. And football in this game, you know, maybe that's that's where Romo was like, oh yeah, I, I gotta gotta fill you know the 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 void here. But then somebody asked me, so Kevin Harlan, one of my favorites, he is, yes. uh, um, you know, he's, he's done, he does radio or he was doing radio for the Super Bowl. He's done TV. He's, you know, he's, he's obviously the guy is drunk. Somebody get the, you know, love he's the best. So somebody posted his call and granted, this is the radio call. Okay. So clearly there's going to be a little bit more that's needed there. Take a listen to this versus what we got on the national broadcast. 200 million people listening to Tony Romo. And this is what we should have got. In the shotgun, Mahomes. Four-man front. Receiver in motion. Low snap. He runs and he throws. Caught. Touchdown. It's caught. Harden caught the ball. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won. The entire bench empties. Chasing Mahomes in the end zone. Their third Super Bowl in five years. The Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions. It is a dynasty. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 58. They're the first team to repeat in almost 20 years. Back-to-back Super Bowl champions. As the confetti flies on the San Francisco side, stunned silence. that is a call and granted i think he obviously for the radio he is trying to paint a picture for people right more Mm -hmm. so than you need to do on tv but not only did romo just spew his bullshit he probably took away some jim nance like uh greatness uh, yeah, like something that like Nance had. Yeah, he had gotten to say his jackpot line, which you know, whatever, in Vegas. But I'm sure he had a whole different segment or line or you know paragraph that he had worked on for two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl that Tony Romo just was like, "Nope, fuck you. I'm gonna take this." <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, I'd love to be. I'd love to hear. Nance talking to Buddy at a bar about it, being like that motherfucker. Right, <laughs> talked over my spot. Uh, yeah. he's like, I only get a Super Bowl every once every three years, four years, whatever it is. It's like now, it's like I don't know if I'll call another. Like, oh my god! Yeah, now that was Rome. That was Romo's first. Um, I don't know. I know we've had Joe Buck so many times, mm-hmm. but. And Roma, I mean, I don't know. That's a great question. I'm not sure but if that is. Although, no, because, well, I pulled. Did, did they, they, was it 
was it? it could have been last year. I pulled this clip. This clip was from last year. I'm going out on a limb and saying this is to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's Tony Romo. I, was it last year or two years? I don't know. Anyway, it is just, I remember when Tony Romo came on the scene and everybody loved him. They loved his analysis. They loved that, you know, at one point people were like, oh, I love that he's going to tell me what the play is going to be. And then I started being like, I don't know. I don't want to know what the fucking play is. Like, just let the play develop. I don't care that yeah. that means that motion means that they're going to throw it out of the flat. And then Tony Romo gets to, you know, pump his chest like he knows what, like, great. Let me watch the fucking game. Yeah, he's just like, oh, yeah, he's a little giddy, giddy little nonsense. But it is, I mean, I can understand the contrast to Nance, who doesn't really have too much to say. No. But yeah, that's I mean, kind of like the aura that he puts off, which that's what works at the Masters. It works for the basketball. Like, I don't know. It's funny because if you remember the uh, the Patriots-Giants Super Bowl, the um, – who was the guy? The Manning throw, to, um, the helmet catch. Was, uh, uh, um, David Tyree. Tyree, thank you. I was thinking Tyrese. I don't know. Um, Joe Buck called that game, and it it literally was like Monty from Major League fly ball caught. And Joe Buck, it was literally like Manning rolls around, and David Tyree oh. catches the ball. <laughs> And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> so, I don't know. Not, not definitely not a uh, a job or pressure that I want. Um, but I think maybe this was a good thing for Tony Romo to be humbled a little bit. Because there's no way he's yeah, not but in this- hearing it, right? Yeah, I guess. But I mean, unless the CBS execs or there's a meeting sitting with Nance where Nance is like, look, Tony, you fucking blew it. And I got a big problem with working with you now. Unless that's the case, then to be, you know, a public figure in this day and age, it's like you're getting it. You expect it to go both ways with social media and shit like that. So, I mean, I'm sure unless somebody important like a Jim Nance or the people that write his paychecks are saying, look, man, you know, we have a problem here. This has to be fixed. Uh, what does it really affect him? Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, man. But you know, I'm if Nance was to say something to him, then that has to affect Romo because it's just like, you know, you're trying to be professional. Is Gonzaga serious? <laughs> there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, the end of the NFL season. <laughs> Here yeah, we go. I'm betting on, money on, some, on big uh, sky and basketball or whatever. That's they're right. I don't no, know. what are they? The uh, the whack? Are they the whack? I don't know. The Western Conference. Who knows anymore? They're not the whack. I think they're just Western. Western Conference? Western Athletic Conference? I think it's the whack. Whatever. Well, TM, we have done it. We've made it through... 21 weeks of the NFL. And I'll tell you, I had a fucking great time. Great (laughs) time. What a season. This is what it's like to be on a winning team. 
And as much as 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 heartache, TM, as you're, I mean, you guys showed that you could be there. I mean, this was fun. yeah playoff team. This was playoffs fun. two years in a row. Yeah, I mean, of course, my team, like you said, the window is just opening. Um, we'll see because if they fuck it up this year, I mean, this whole regime, the coach could be gone and Tua could be gone, and we're starting again. So. But that's all part of it. So, yeah, I mean, you know, start next year expecting to be in the playoffs. And uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of football this year. This felt like I've not – this was the most I think I've ever consumed being completely engaged with my own team as well as your team and the rest of the league and everything else. Uh, It was also the worst fantasy season I've ever had by far. Me too. Me too. One of my better gambling seasons I've ever had. So that was where the focus was. And uh, yeah, man. But that's, I think, all right. I think that's what happens when your team is, is in the mix and you are, uh, you're fighting for spots. You're going to consume as much as you can. Right. Right. You're, you're, if you're, Chad D, sorry Vikings, but you, I mean, you're just hoping you win a game and you stay in the mix. And then, you know, you go out and rake leaves on Sunday afternoon if it, you know, sucks. But we just were so engaged with our own teams and everything happening around it that, you know, in general, the NFL is still king. I mentioned it in the in one of my rants about Romo. I mean, 123 million people at one point over 200 million separate households or, or viewers at one, you know, that watched the game at some point. And, Crazy. you know, it, it, it didn't disappoint. People were upset in the all, you know, the, the first half, but you know, that was, that was a good uh, lead up to the halftime show and the commercials, everybody got all their shit and then everybody went to bed and then the football fans got to watch a good second half and finish to the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, there you go. And now, TM, we... Just as the script writers mapped <laughs> well, it That's out. right. That is right. Now we get to turn it around in, I don't know, 20 days or 15 days. Uh, franchise tag... Uh, designation opens up. Teams have franchise tag a palooza. That's right. Teams have from <laughs> I think March fifth we were reading till the eleventh to franchise tag, and then free agency uh, negotiations can start on March eleventh to the thirteenth, and then free agency opens on March thirteenth. We'll get a slurry of two weeks of that shit, and then the draft, baby, in Detroit. Crazy. Oh shit! You going? Uh, yeah, in some capacity. I don't know what um, what they're gonna do for season ticket holders, but it would be uh, be very cool to go, and um, looking forward to it. This is the first year that I'm not really counting, you know, down the days on what we're gonna take in our, you know, top ten pick. Who fucking knows when you're up at twenty nine? You have no idea. So right. it should just be a, a fun experience. I think I won't try to even go down for like the first round. We'll go down for like the whole event on either Friday afternoon or Saturday. Take my take the kids and do that whole thing. Sure. So Right. Nice. Awesome. All right. Yeah. 
And pitchers and go. catchers reported, TM. Let's go, baby. Oh boy. oh, boy. No? No, you're not there? Not yet? Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> go Knicks. Knicks are playing good. Knicks are playing. Knicks are, Knicks are good. They're banged up as hell. They're like the Dolphins, but they continue to play well. Isn't it? It's All-Star Weekend, too, isn't it? Yeah. Slam dunk competition. I think, is tonight the last night of games? It would have to be, right? Yeah, I was watching the Bucks. Saturday night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and for us, TM, we'll be back. We're going to take a little bit of a hiatus, but uh, probably March Madness time. Come back around. Um, Maybe a tourney. You're out, yeah, for uh, some... Maybe some commentaries, maybe some special shows. Obviously, yeah, the uh, NCAA tourney, and uh, that's it, man. That's it. That's it. So it was a pleasure, See you TM. Next year in Miami, yes, sir. Thank you for a great year, and uh, we'll be back next year, next season. We'll be back for baseball season, but really, as we all know, this is a football podcast, and. That's right. That's our bread and butter, baby. So thank you all for listening. Tune back in. Thanks for, thanks for calling all season, yeah. everybody. Alex, the Finns fans, Patrick, Chad. I don't know where those Bills fans are at. But. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're just continuously bitching about who knows what. Not winning. <laughs> Everything else that's not their fault. Oh, boy. Oh boy, but oh boy, screw the bells. All right, one more all time. right. With that, everybody, we will leave you with my favorite sounder ever created, and we'll see you guys next year. Let us know what you want us to cover. We'll be back. Uh, actually, we'll be back in a month. Yeah, at the most. Yeah, for sure. Heard. All right, everybody. We will. Uh, we'll check you guys later. Say with peace. See ya. You don't know how much we hate you When you speak it's clear you have no clue And when you try to analyze we want to puke We can't believe we're stuck hearing a guy the likes of you because it's all bullshit you're such a goddamn joke and when we think of you Romo we hope you fucking croak it's sad you think that you're talking smartly I hear you talk all night long, acting intelligently. You leave us here all along, feeling brain farty. Oh, somebody tell him, please. He's fucking
You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the network and subscribe to the full binge at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget. I was going to say, um, <laughs> what did you just say?